Hello and welcome to episode 149 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. We are one away from 150 and I will just say, usually we do an in-person episode for that. I don't know if 150 is going to be the in-person episode. I think we will do an in-person episode within the next 10 episodes just so... um, It'll be for the 150 but not the 150th episode. Exactly. Um, Me and Jake live different parts of the country now um it's not as easy as it used to be there's all sorts going logistically and things like that but there will be um something we can we can sort out basically we'll clobber something uh, together but yeah i hope this episode finds you well as always we will start this episode like we always start our podcast episodes how has your week been mate it's not been too bad. Uh, slowly getting into newborn dad life again. Uh, it's taking a while just to... It's going to be better now she's... Today's the first day she's back at school, uh, my eldest. So it means there's a proper routine in place and we can get things going. But just trying to catch up on sleep and just trying to plan stuff for the new year. And very, very annoyed at Virgin Media. Uh, did I tell you about this story? Oh, sorry on your Twitter. I don't think we spoke about it. So, basically, I was meant to get Virgin Media installed uh, just after Christmas. And the night before they were meant to install it, we got a text message saying, hey, there's been a problem with your installation date. Please get in touch with us. And basically, they've not done the work that they needed to do to get it all sorted. But they told me this at 6 o'clock at night. And then we had to get in touch at 9 to figure out what the hell was going on. It, oh, it's been a nightmare. So my new internet isn't actually coming until next Monday. Uh, so it's just like, it's been a royal pain in the backside. And this is the second time we've had Virgin Media media cancel on us to get the internet installed. At one point, you're like, why why bother? But then I look at what beads I'm getting for the price I'm getting. It's like, I need to have those for the price different because I'm what I'm currently paying, I'm paying for like, I think I'm paying for 40 down and 20 up and I'm paying about four quid less than what I would be with Virgin Media. So I'm like, I'm throwing money away for the wrong feeds, if that makes sense. But yeah, it's the renewals that, where Virgin, it's like everyone, but Virgin will get you on the renewals. As I said, oh, just don't let them remove your old BT line. Oh no, they're not doing, that BT line staying where it is. Because they, uh, they, they run their own cables, they can set their own cables, but they, they'll do that. They'll go, oh, do you want us to get rid of your old line? No. No, keep it. Because then I'm going to have to pay to have it re-put back in if I have to get changed internet all of a sudden. Well, that's also a case of if you've only got their line and you've not got an argument of saying, I can easily jump to somebody else. That's yes. why they do it. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, apart from that, everything's good. Just trying to get the new year all sorted and realising that this January period, I'm going to be quite busy. Uh, how about you, mate? How's your new year been and how's your week been? Yeah, it's um, it's been all right. Had a friend, a uh, good friend up for New Year's. Um, spent some time with some family. Started the new year off quite quietly. We had a pet die in the family. That was a whole thing. Oh, um, no. No, it's, it's never good. Um, so rest in peace to that little fella. He was a cat called Mo. Um, oh, bless. So he was, it was twelve, and I, I didn't see him too often. To be fair, he was really close with a lot of the family at home because uh, 
I went off to uni just as we got him and stuff like that, so I missed a lot of his younger years. But it was it was a sad time. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought I'd uh, I thought I'd give him a shout out on the podcast. Um, in case any family are listening to this, when when a pet when a pet obviously passes, it's always a sad time. But yeah, yeah. Um, the other than that, yeah, we just we had friend round, a cook to New Year's um, dinner, sort of like a an enhanced Sunday dinner sort of thing with like what we usually use for the Christmas ham and stuff. I, I did one of them, and um, yeah, it's it was fairly chill. This week has been. I, I was traveling for work, which was a lot of travel. But yeah. other than that, I've um, I've had a chilled weekend actually. So I've had a chilled weekend, but I'm quite sleepy today, probably because I've had a chilled weekend and I'm not quite ready to face the world again yet. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing it because I kind of like doing it. What game are you currently playing? Baldur's Gate Three. Are you enjoying it? It's amazing. It's a problem. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's a, a real problem. problem. <laughs> It's a real problem. Um, Sorry, I, mean, that's the I, be- I mean, that's the best thing I've heard. It's a problem. It's because I've got to be doing other things. Um, but I just want to play Baldur's Gate 3. So there's See, that. About, what I didn't like is there's start. a save bug on the Xbox. And when I first did it, I did 10 hours and it deleted my save. I saw I that angry. on Twitter. I saw that on Twitter. You go, is, is this an issue? And everyone in the comments, yep, you're going to have to start again. <laughs> I'll have to give it another try. I'm trying the precautions. They've still not really fixed it. So every time I load the game, I'm kind of holding my breath. I've got yeah. like 30 hours into this play. So if I lose it, I'll be furious because obviously it's been the game I've just been playing in all the downtime between yeah. Christmas and New Year. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed our New Year's quiz. It yes, was hard. It was good. It was hard. If, I, if you've not seen that, go and look, uh, watch that last episode. I think a lot of people stay away from the quizzes because they're like, oh, we have to do... It's just a, something you can watch as well. Um, but yeah, well, we actually broke our we rule. We, usually, we, we don't usually come together between Christmas and New Year, but no. we've made an exception for that. Um, we didn't talk about anything topical, though. So this episode, we've got quite a bit to talk about. So we are going to... It might feel like we're going through things quite quickly, but there is a lot of stuff that we need to just talk over basically yeah but yeah what are you playing game we've met uh i'm about to start playing sea of stars um okay heard, i've heard good things actually i've heard good things about it one that's on game pass and on the playstation plus so i've just got to pick which console i'm gonna do it on uh but i'm gonna start playing that it's a, it seems like a kind of chill game which at the minute whenever i've got time to play a game i just want something i can sit down and kind of grind a little bit because I'm only going to have about an hour here, an hour there. So it's not going to be something I can throw a lot of time into. What I have been playing a lot of is, I go back to my old faithful, I've been playing a lot of Trucking Simulator again. Because you I can love just that sit- game. I do, because it's it zone out. I just zone out and stuff. And the thing is, if you don't drive like I don't, for me, it's that just having that realism and using a steering wheel, but don't follow the way i play it because i don't do it as a simulation um but i'm also about to i think this year i'm probably going to pull the plug on building a new pc at some point um oh dear and have it as a streaming rig kind of thing and try and have it a bit more for that stuff because 
as much as I like doing streaming on the Mac, there's certain plugins that just won't work with it because it's not PC and it does my head in. You've got enough gear, Jake, to run everything from a Mac and Steam Deck. You don't need it just for your new toys. I can't. No, there's a plug. There's a plugin that I can oh, do a counter. It... Yeah, no, there's a plugin that can do a the, you can do a match day counter without having to go all the backward way of doing it, and it just works. Uh, there's Hang also on. other things Excuse I want me, to I'm do yawning. on the but PC. So, so what you're gonna do? So what you're gonna do is you're gonna buy a PC for a counter. No. no, 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 no. I'm not buying a PC for a counter. What I'm doing is I'm rebuilding a, it's going to be a Frankenstein build because I got a PC shell up in the loft. I've got another PC somewhere that someone gave me that got the gubbins in. I'm just going to replace stuff and just do a Frankenstein build and see what happens. And hopefully I don't right, blow okay. it up. Speaking of tech, I, yes, I've not got my camera again today. I basically just forgot to go and get the stuff. Um, it's been it's been a week of that. Um Actually, thinking about it, where I thought it was, it might not be. Where did I put it over Christmas and New Year? <laughs> oh, no. That never I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're not going to do the, um, the, the normal sort of match review thing because there's, there's a lot to go through. Because so, I can't even remember the 23rd of December when we lost 2-1. Um, at Cardiff because obviously Basically, we've just beat them in the FA Cup. We, so. we, we pretty much outplayed them, played very good, and just that was that the, game. Yeah, yeah, we just didn't have the people to finish the finish the shots on target. Yeah, because eighteen shots, five on target exactly. to their seven with three, and they beat us two one. We had ten corners. It was one of them frustrating ones, which happens, and when they happen when you're down at the bottom of the table, it doesn't really yeah. sit right. And then you go to Coventry and you lose two nil. Um, Again. A lot of the chances didn't bury them. Nine corners. I will say something that Sakamoto is very good, and in that game yeah. we lost we lost the RB of wealth for three matches. Uh, which was gotta say which I... one now? By the way, oh god, uh, yeah, Bambo because Momo back in he. Yeah, he we lost we lost Bambo for a couple of games, which was. Annoying. He should be back actually for the next game coming up. Uh, but again, however, however, then you go to Hull and Bambo's not in the side, and we beat Hull, who have have been doing very well this season, three one. And uh, I won't. Game. To be honest, we for me right, and this is I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers. We never looked in trouble in this game. To me, no. We looked. No composed i know a lot of people are pinning it to the red card because obviously i think, I think the red card is the a turning card, point in we any game good, but though. even before the red card we were good yeah if you look at the that only game, thing that doesn't help is we don't get our goals before that so that's where where why fans can turn around and say that can't they yeah and i think you've also got the thing in that game you look at the people we brought in the likes of gasama masaba and masaba really just had their entire back line on toast every time he went forward they were terrified to put a tackle in because he would just go past them. And I think it's been a long time since we've had that kind of players who will go past certain players and be like, they don't want to put a tackle in because they're scared they'll foul him. And it's nice to see that in a Wednesday team. And this was a whole team on really good form. 
Like, they were going into yeah. this in really good form. Now, the red card, I've seen all the stuff to it. It is what it is. It got rescinded eventually. Um, from the referee's angle, if you, you can see why it's from the re- it. referee's angle, that's it. That's exactly yeah. it. You know, it's. It, I, I said it's never a red on first inspection. Yeah. Um, because I looked at the angles the TV got, but then when you actually look at where the ref was stood, it looks like a red card. So exactly. I actually think by the laws of the game, it is a red card as well, but it's rescind- rescinded. So I think it probably... When it's rescinded, they have the benefit of all the other angles. But looking at where the ref gave it, you can see why he gave it. Yeah. But um, I do want to give it a Again, 63% possession for Wednesday, 23 shots, six on target, five shots for them, one on target, 10 corners for for Wednesday. Our possession, our stats on the ball have been so good under Danny Uh, Rowe. He just upped it. They upped how much they have it. They upped how much they're playing forward. I will say something. I want to give a bit of a... Shout out as a player. I think Ashley Fletcher, yes, he's not scoring, but it's what he's doing off the ball, which he's making. Yeah, I actually think he'll stick base. around now. I think I think da- I think Danny Rule likes him as a sort of a yeah. hold up player. Exactly. Yeah. He he's fitting into that kind of new hero where he'll open up pockets of space. And I do want to say Gatherman's goal was fantastic. He just absolutely knew where he wanted it and took it. I'm still not convinced about doing a Seward Hill below. That felt a bit... Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. a bit interesting. I will say, though, the goal was a FIFA beauty, wasn't it? For, oh, for God, yeah. shot into the bottom corner. Beautiful. Um, um, can, I, yeah, can, that, I, can I ask a question, honest... actually, James? What did, what did Sicko see wrong with Johnson? Because I can't see it. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Mate, I don't understand. Oh, yeah, it's it's just... He's got a FIFA card. We'll talk about that in a bit. It's not FIFA yeah. anymore, but um, it's it's interesting how terrible he was, isn't it, <laughs> yeah. really? Yeah. There's no other way of putting it. He was absolutely woeful as a manager, and I didn't think Johnson would like be the answer to everything, but I definitely knew he could do a job at this level over what we'd... We're playing. Oh, God, yeah. It's it just nice You're to see him using that as his motivation kind of thing. It's been kind of, but it shows you how a professional he was. The moment Danny and came it also, back. Do you know what it also shows me? There, it shows me that there's a lot of players in this squad that do care about the club. They just yeah. had a manager who they didn't vibe with. And the, the last manager they did, they did yeah. with this one. But when they come back, they, they still sort of kept their heads down during the Zisco time and tried to make it work. And that's mm. the difference between a lot of squads we've had in the past. Like that relegation squad, a lot of that just didn't care at the end. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, th- I think there's something early... to be said about how Danny just got this team playing with confidence, got everybody on side again. And you can see it in the celebrations at the end. There's a, there's a togetherness, there's a spirit there, there's people wanting to do their job without having to overload themselves, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, completely. And let's move on to Car- the FA Cup then in Cardiff and um, what 4-0 Wednesday. Talk us through this. So, ran weird game because A, we just played Cardiff and you're thinking, what can happen? Windass starts us off early doors and it's a cracking goal. It really is. Uh, and it's nice to see Windass starting to get back into form. It 
the kind of time where you want him in the quad because we missed him last season around this point and he was crucial when he came back uh, to try and help us out. But two penalties in 10 minutes, which I've seen them and I still, I'm still not convinced that they're both clear and obvious penalties. I don't know about you. No. But Cam Dawson, he we said it before and we'll say it again. Yes, he's got mistakes in, but what he lacks in some of the mistakes, he won a hell of a shot starter. I mean, that 10 penalties he faced this year and he's saved seven, that is an incredible stat. And it just shows He's always how... been a great shot stopper in that regard. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's just he parries it too much. Yeah, and I think... That doesn't mean he can't stop him. No, but I think the thing you've got, you look at how we played and how we got going. It just it just gave us that little bit of belief and you could tell the players went around him to go, come on, we've got your back. The fact that he's not in the uh, FA Cup team of the week is ridiculous. Um, then yeah. you look at you look at the corner going in, it looked like it came off a wick weight, been given as an own goal by BBC. Uh, but it's nice to see him getting balls into the box and actually using that height advantage we got because we do have it and we haven't used it all season at all to try and get the thing. And you look at how many corners we've had. We should be scoring for most corners and we don't score enough. And I think that's something I'd like to see us improve. Palmer's goal was lovely. Palmer's goal was absolutely lovely. And the celebration he did to go up to the doctor that's uh, left the club after 26 years at the club, Richard Higgins, I thought was a really class thing to do. And then Wilk gets on the on the score sheet. And when Wilk came on, he looked fitter. He looked stronger. He looked like a player who's ready to fight for his place. I hope this is the change in Wilk because he actually caused a bit of a nuisance in that Cardiff game. Second half, though, they properly came at us. If they had their scoring boots on, they could have yeah. leveled this. And we, I still think we are too easy opened up at the back. I still think we're missing someone to stop them just getting close to us, if that makes sense. Because 22 shots and nine, they, they really should have absolutely battered us. I still feel like we need a centre-back in this window. Yeah. Um... There's a lot we need to do. We need we, we need a keeper, which we'll talk about. Looks like there's a keeper imminent. Um, we do need a striker. Yeah. There was a weird link on Twitter um, with um, one as well, which I don't know if is in the document, but I'll talk about it. Yeah. Let's go into the news, actually, because a lot to talk about today. I'm going to start with something that's very close to my heart, and that is the virtual world of football. And we've got our first inform in EAFC... 24 and that is Marvin Johnson he is an 83 rated gold left back with 90 pace 78 shooting 80 passing 83 dribbling 76 defending and 84 physical if you are playing EFC you know that the play styles are important he's got whip pass yep. and he's got rapid play styles um his meta stats are okay as well his acceleration is 89 and his sprint speed's 90 and his control explosive I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and not get too nerdy for the people that don't care, but his strength's good. He's got 86 strength. He's not going to be bullied off the ball too easily. He's, he's got all right reactions at 78, not amazing. Um, he's finishing 77, so you're not going to finish with him too much. But he's um, well defensively, I, I'd potentially play him as a left midfielder. I would play him as a left midfielder. Because, annoyingly, 
I've already got an evolved version of this card. I have got a. Um, <laughs> <I hope> you have. <laughs> I've got an 83 rated Marvin Johnson that I've evolved. So it's quite annoying. Um, <laughs> and it's capped 83. If I'd, have, if I'd have done it in a different way, I could have got the 87 rated Marvin Johnson, but I've not. Mm. But it's nice to have this in form. What I'm more excited about is it meant that I've got two Marvin Johnsons at 83. So I can either use the one I've got, use the inform. Or yeah. put the inform into into an evolution when it's eligible for one. It's going to be not eligible for many with ninety pace, but it's nice to see. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of transfer talk to talk about, so let's talk about the outgoings first. So Backinson has gone to Charlton on loan from Wednesday. Obviously, his contract is up at the end of the season. He seems happy to um, be going down south, getting be from you know, there. He's, hopefully getting some game game time. So what do you think to this one? Do you think it's going to be the end of Backinson at Sheffield Wednesday? I I think we've seen we've seen the last game in Backinson in a Wednesday shirt. Um it's not worked. For whatever reason it's not worked. And I thought the last couple of games that he played, he looked okay actually. And he looked like he was getting himself in and around it. But alone makes sense. It gets him off our pay payroll. I can imagine they'll pay some of his wages. I say good luck to him. Enjoy your time down there. But I don't see Danny signing, giving him a new contract at the end of it. I think this was a case we need to clear room to get other players in. This is a player who's obviously wanting to go. And if you remember, at one point in the window, there was talk of Standard Lier getting him in uh, on a pre-contract. And the fact that he's gone, you just go, good luck at Charlton. I hope you get some game time. And we'll go from there. But I don't I don't see him being a Wednesday player next season. I just think it's one of those ones where it just not worked for whatever reason. Yeah, and it happens sometimes. Um I think he's been he's scored a couple of screamers, hasn't he? He's he's yeah. he's one of those players that I didn't see really that there was a lot of talk when he came to us about oh he's got an attitude problem, things like that. I personally didn't see that in his time at Wednesday. I think it's a case of he's actually always been eligible for the 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 squad and being a part of it it just hasn't re- he hasn't really developed into it i think he's coming under danny rule and danny rule probably just doesn't fancy him for the future so i think this is a good move in terms of we get him off the wage way. bill and then he i don't like him going on a free cuz he was one that we didn't we pay like 300k or something for him or yeah we did we did pay for him yeah which was annoying but, but we've got, got to back the new manager in the process. So Exactly. And I think you've also got the other thing. It's like, I'd rather... But from what it looks like inside, us looking inside to what's going on at Wednesday, it seems like Danny's very good at talking to most players about what's going on and what his thoughts are with everything. And I think Danny's just got that situation where he knows what he wants. He's very clear in how he wants to do things. And... If you're not part of his plans, it's nothing personal. You're just not going to fit how he's going to play. Yeah. So, uh, best of luck, Backinson. And we might see you back in a Wednesday shirt, but I very much doubt it. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully he kicks on uh, for his career. Moving into incomings for Wednesday, we have got links all over the place. And we're going to start... Yeah with Alan Nixon on Twitter, who said, Wednesday is still interested in Scott Hogan. I don't want Scott Hogan. <laughs> I don't want Scott Hogan. 
I don't. Right. I don't. Because he doesn't. He doesn't seem the kind of player we need. We've already got that in my. Pocket. It feels like a Chancery style signing in the days of signing like Fletchers and things like that. Fletcher did under doing all right for us, sort of thing. But yeah. That it got striker that. Feel that yeah, he's thirty-one years old. We do not need another striker. In with, with the in fact that, that in that mold. But also in the fact that we're in the situation where there's Lee Gregor who's potentially leaving. There's also been talk yeah. that Michael Smith could leave if we get the reinforcements in. He's not the right kind of player for us. I'd rather keep Michael Smith than bring Scott Hogan in. Absolutely. Um, and I think we need strikers that can score goals. Kadamatri's got more goals than him this season. This season, Scott Hogan's got one goal. Yep. If we're bringing a striker in, it needs to be somebody that is prolific. And yes, last season, he scored 10 in 37. The season before, he scored 10 in 37. You could count on him to get you 10 goals, but 10 goals ain't enough. You've got a no. young lad that's scoring better than that. Yes, the one thing that you would say is is Hogan's got the championship experience. A lot of championship experience, right? But I, I guess you can see the other side because Kadamatri came off at halftime against Hullies feeling the game now. You know, it's, it's yeah. a big step up with a lot of games. Um, he's going to need more rest and that's where you bring in your experience and, and the likes of that. But this just doesn't feel right. I think but I, also, Nixon's obviously got a lot of things right in the past. On at Birmingham. Birmingham have now just got Tony Mowbray in. I think Tony Mowbray goes, I need you here. I don't need you away. Mm. I think he's the kind of manager who probably could get a lot out of him, actually. So I think that might actually completely change what happens next because they need body. But at the same time, I think if you're going to, in the position they've gone from, from being fifth to, I think they're in 18th now, they're going to need someone with that championship experience. So, it's, I, I, I never want to have it when we are linked with a player go no straight away. I just don't think it's the right signing for this club and for Danny. If he becomes a Wednesday player, I'll back him like I back all yeah. Wednesday players. But we've already signed one striker that can't score on loan. He's obviously yeah. performing better in terms of hold-up play and things like that under Danny Rule. But we don't need somebody who's not scoring this season. We just don't need it, need it. Um, but if Danny Rule, if it's if it if it was a Danny Rule signing, he thinks I could fit him into my system and get him firing all cylinders. Then cool. But he's yeah. never scored more than ten goals in the championship since these Brentford days, where he yeah. scored fourteen goals. You know, we need a leading goal scorer if yeah. we're going to bring somebody in. And we mm-hmm. aren't in a situation where it's beggars can't be choosers because we ain't begging. We've got Kadamatri. I think we don't we don't want to waste wages, if anything. We've got Smith as well. And Smith knows mm. where the back of the net is. So not for me on Scott Hogan. We are, however, linked with a signing that I might be a little bit more interesting. Now I'm taking this from Football League World. Sheffield Wednesday are interested in signing West Ham midfielder Conan Coventry this month. The reports are actually they're quoting the star here, actually, so credit to the star as well. Um yeah. Basically, we're being linked with Connor Coventry, and I'm quite interested in this one because 
He's a, he's a player I've heard of. Do you remember we used to have that thing on the podcast? Players you've heard of. Yeah. And I know I'd heard of Scott Hogan, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Connor Coventry is he's a player that very... would actually, I could actually, go on. He's had some very good loans uh, while he's been at West Ham and he's a central mid, uh, central defense, central midfielder defender. And I, <laughs> He's the right age for what we're looking at. If you look at it, he's twenty. Yeah, he's he's twenty three. He's got that hunger. He's just been to. He's is um. He was at Rotherham last on loan. He actually seems like the kind of signing that, under the right management, he 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 could kick on. You know, he knows. I think this is the step up for him, right? Because if I'm looking at Rotherham, if I'm right in saying he was part of the Rotherham promotion squad, not this... Yeah, so it's a case of he he's not made the step to the championship. Making the step to the championship under under Danny Rull seems to make the step because he's, he's, he was at West Ham and then he went to Lincoln, Peterborough, MK Dons and then Rotherham. It was so, at Rotherham last year. Yeah. So they were in the championship so, last year. Rotherham weren't in the championship. Oh, yeah, they, yes, were. they were. Of course they were. Yes, they were. Of course they were. It was at so MK he was Dons, in the championship last year. He, he was at MK Dons in 2022, and he was also at Peterborough in 2022 as well. Uh, That's my mistake. Jack- Sorry, I'm so used to it being one season up, one season down for them. They actually stayed up last year, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not actually... That's actually somebody who actually doesn't hate Rotherham. I'm like... You, it, you they need to stabilise, it. but it's just yeah. not happening, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it was Barnsley that were in League One last year. That's, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. So uh, August 31st, he went to Peterborough. Uh, he then left Peterborough on Jan the 5th uh, to go to MK Dons. He then went back to West Ham after he fell, and then he went to Rotherham on January 26th. So he was in right. that MK Don team that was looking at getting promotion and just missed out. So he's got... He 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 doesn't mind a challenge by the looks of it, which is no. the kind of players you want to bring into a relegation firefight. Because as much as we have been improving, we are still very much in that scrap, you know. Um and it's going to be important to have that. I think with Backinson going out as well, if this is a loan from West Ham, you're basically covering that position with a better player, in my opinion. I don't think it'll be a loan. I there is a rumour that we've put a bid in for him, isn't there? Yeah, I think there could be a bid. Just because him being 23, it's one that you kind of think maybe West Ham want him off the books because they know he's not yeah. going to really get into their 13 plans. So it's like, well, we're going to let you go now and then you can enjoy your football and enjoy your career. Now, there's a lot of other clubs looking at it. There's, a, there's another relegation rival looking at him. There's a League One club looking at him and the club in Holland looking at him. Now, if you look at what Danny's doing and you see what he's done already... I think that excites players to come and play for him now. I think we're in a much better position to persuade players to come and work in this team and this system. It fits the transfer strategy as well. Young players mm. with potential 
Um, I think this is. A, I think this would be a very good move. I would be quite happy to see this. I will do the normal um, FIFA slash EAFC thing. He's a 67 rated silver with 64 pace, 53 shooting, 67 passing, 68 dribbling, 64 defending, 65 physical. I would have liked to see him at the start of the season because he'd have probably been very evoable and be something. Yep. Actually, let's have a look. What could he have been now if he was a Wednesday player? So currently, if he, if he, if he signs. We could probably get into about an 84 rated based on the current evolutions. Oh, that's so annoying. Right. So if he'd have actually, if he signs for us, right, and he signed in the summer, he can be a 90 rated CDM with the evolutions that were available. Some people have got him as a 90 rated CDM. Jeez. That's mental. But um, unfortunate. But yes, yep. I w- I would be up for this one. Um, you you the same on that one, Jake? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think this it it's very interesting looking at Wednesday's new way of thinking and going about it because you can see there's definitely a change in what we're doing. And we got you got to put it down to Danny, you got to put it down to Kevin, Kevin Beadle because he's doing really well by the sound of it and just wigging out what he wants. Yeah, absolutely. Something that's actually crucial for us, I feel, um, even with an amazing performance in the FA Cup recently from Cameron Dawson and the penalty saves, is a new keeper. I feel like it's one position that's getting a lot of pressure. It's very likely that Vasquez is back off to uh, Milan. He's not been included in the FA Cup squad. He wasn't the keeper for that, and and Charles was on the bench, so I think he's definitely off, which brings substance to this report from the star that goes as follows. Sheffield Wednesday hopeful of beating Birmingham City to the signing of highly rated Premier League goalkeeper. Brighton and Hove Albion youngster James Beadle was revealed to be a Wednesday target by the Stars some weeks ago, having enjoyed a stellar campaign on loan with League One Oxford United. The 19-year-old England youth international has played 25 times for the promotion challenging Yellows and was left out of their matchday squad for the FA Cup defeat to Coventry City. The star is led to believe that the youngster, a former pupil of ours goalkeeper Sal Bibbo, during his time with Brighton, is being lined up for a potential recall by the Seagulls to make his switch to the Championship. Beadle signed a fresh long-term contract with Brighton earlier this week. Danny Roll reels off his January shopping list as Wednesday close. Oh, that's another that's another article that's been pasted in with that. Ignore that. Um, oh, sorry. But yes, <laughs> it's okay. That's not a problem. So, James Beadle. I, I got that if you want him. Go for it. He got a 67% save percentage, 60 save from 89 shots. He got he concedes 1.0 per game 90, and he got 28% clean sheets. He's had seven clean sheets this season and 25 goals conceded for uh, Oxford. And that I in... always forget is one got is one goal conceded a game good for goalkeepers or is it because it's, it's collected with the defense side. I always mix the stats yeah. up defensively. I'm like is. So I, I'm not going to pretend that I've got all the stats in front of me where they're actually one, one goal a game is good for so a goalkeeper. I'm sure someone can enlighten us in the comments. But I have I have seen his highlights. And his highlights are very good. And yeah. I think the one position here, I'm, I'm annoyed in the sense that there's no way he's going to be our player. We're not going to sign him. No, not a chance. You he's know. just signed a new contract. Um, and that's what I think we need. I think we need a new goalkeeper 
permanently. I think we need a new number one. We we need nobody's managed to don the gloves of Westwood, right? Dawson's no. been brought back in for spells, but I actually think this is the last thing with Dawson. I don't think I it's hard because I I keep seeing games where I'm like, yes, he's gonna be yeah. that number one. Do you know what I think would be decent? Go him Getting that, he doesn't need loans. He needs to go to another club, and then maybe we bring him back. But it won't happen. I think he'd actually kick on. He needs. He might be one of them keepers that actually becomes more of a steady pair of hands. Mm. You know, without the parries, without all that stuff. He might be one of those that does develop around the thirties, like the, the some of the keepers do. You know, yeah. But we expect keepers to develop younger now because they are because the game is more played with your feet. It's not like the old, the older game. So. This this makes a lot of sense to bring in a keeper. We might have even put this out a little bit earlier than the podcast posts, depending on yeah. uh, breakout schedules and things like this, because it looks imminent. He's, it? Only, I'm a lot he's, of only, he's only 19. He's six foot six. Like Vasquez. Yeah. And the thing is, he got a contract at Brighton until 2028. He just signed a new deal. Now, it's not a long contract when you think about it, but it is there or thereabouts. And he's had that he's had that kind of thing where throughout the years that he'd done uh being out on loan, he has been he's one of those players when you look at him, he'd been just going through his progression. Cause he'd been on loan at Charlton. He was at Charlton originally. Um he then went through Charlton's Academy, went to Brighton's under twenty ones. Uh, he went to Crew Alexander uh, and then to Oxford. So this is just the gradual step of getting 13 football in a championship squad now. And you know what's really, really good? And I've just seen when he was born, 2004. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I know, mate. We're old. Ac- it's according, according to his market value, is about €3 million. Euros. So, But I reckon that could go up by a lot. He looks like a keeper who likes to play with feet. We know that's something um, Danny wants. I think I've seen people say it's really harsh on Cameron Dawson if he comes in and he gets straight in. But at the same time, I think cam been doing the job of what Danny can do to the best of his ability. And I think Danny yeah. wants to change it how it is. For whatever reason, Vaquez has not got in this. Starting line. I think Dawson will push this kid all the way. Yeah. Right? This kid will come in and he'll do knows what Dale did, did to Dawson. No, but I think it's more of a case of like I think Dawson will have that chip on his shoulder of like I should be the number one for this club, and I do think he'll leave at the end of the season. But I think he'll be there's that goalkeepers union. I think he'll be supportive, but I think yeah. it's a case of I think what happens is Dawson doesn't sit around and be a number two. He does it for the rest of the season, and then if it looks like He's, he's no longer going to be our number one. Dawson moves on. I actually see, this is the this is the path I can kind of see Wednesday taking here. We try and delay what happens with the goalkeeper. We sign him on loan to help us with our relegation battle. And then if we stay up, that's when Brighton will probably send us back, him back to us for a season. Because mm-hmm. if we stay up, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because it's a fresh yeah. platform to build on with a management structure he's, he's worked with and Danny Rule's style probably fits Brighton. I also have a theory. I wonder if Pierce is going out on loan as well. 
I wonder if we're sending him out on loan this window to go get him at Fear. Because remember, we do have a very good ki quality keeper in Pierce who's in the similar mold of trying to get game time. But I wonder if he's going out on loan. We then bring in Beadle to replace Dawson, then Dawson be on the bench and back up just in case we need it. Yeah, it's... I want to see Charles. I think Charles could be a really good keeper. He yeah. needs game time now. He definitely does. He um, needs to be playing week in, week out right now. Just just so we can see what he's like. So Sal can see what he's like in a full game thing. So we can see where to improve him. Because there's only so much he looks seen like training what, this, in under-21s. This Beadle lad looks like one of the youngest players ever on his FIFA card. Oh, he does, So his he? EFC card <laughs> is literally... Oh, he's so young. 60, <laughs> we are so old. He's, he's 63 rated um, bronze with 63 diving, 63 handling, 63 kicking, 63 reflexes, <laughs> 35 speed and 63 positioning. A lot of 63s on there. He's an awful <laughs> card, all right? Absolutely woeful. Um, and unfortunately, the, I think I feel like evolutions must be bugged for goalkeepers because ju you just can't Evo them at the minute in Ultimate no. Team. But... Uh, yeah, I would be very in the real in the real life circumstances. I'd be very keen on getting this done. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, it's a lot. I've seen a lot of sour grapes from Oxford fans, which is weird to see. The like, um, they sort of said the ones I've seen on Twitter. I'm sure they're not all like this, but I think why would you want to go into a relegation battle sort of thing? And I guess I can see that on terms of, in terms of. Um, you know, we, we'd say the same when we were high-flying in League One, you want to be there sort of yeah. thing. But I, th I think what a lot of people are missing, and it's it's very easy to miss when it's outside of your club bubble, is the stuff that Danny Rull is doing with this squad. It's, yeah. Another load, it's another, a load more debuts as well at the weekend. You yeah. had that um, young Brazilian lad, um, Squillia, I think that's how you say it, got his debut Rio Shipton played, a player that people have been asking, where is he? Well, we know where he is. He's actually playing. It's like, if you look at what we we got in our own academy, there's some really good players if we nurture them, look after them well. And, but you bring in more quality as a younger age, it pushes them on as well. Like you said, it'll push other players on to do well. And I think you've got to look at what we're trying to do, bring the age of the squad down, trying to make it so it's more competitive. And I think with Danny's style of play, with how much running and how much our running stats have gone up, he needs that younger engine in all departments. Yeah. I think I think I think this just makes perfect sense. Um mm. and it will be the right move for him, right move for the club. Let's see it happen. I've got one more transfer story that's, that's kicking about on Twitter, so we're going to bring it in there just in case it becomes something. Um, somebody's actually just reached out to Cran uh, about this, saying, you guys heard anything about Maurice Malone from Basel? Uh, and he's and Cran said, heard what fans are saying. He's not played in November, uh, though, due to injury. So a lot of... I think it's a fan link, this, or somebody, it's come he from got, somewhere. He got, he got, um, he's had a metamenacolial met, met, injury. Wow, what the hell injury is that? 
I, mean, I don't know what you just said, mate. So. Uh, <laughs> he's had a tear in his knee. So it's a common knee okay. injury. Um, but this is going out on Twitter. There's a lot of people. To, but I got told that we were looking at a German centre forward. Now, he's German and he's a centre forward. So this he is indeed. That sense. is very true. <laughs> this actually now so, makes a lot of sense. So he, oh, what a name! His name is Maurice Maximilian Malone. Malone, I know it's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> what a name that is! He's a 23-year-old German centre forward, as you said. He started his career at Augsburg, um, working the way through the academy. Didn't actually make a senior appearance for them. Went on loan three times. Um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce the clubs because it'll be a butchering and that and then he's played for Basel where he's made seven appearances so he's not played a lot of senior football um that's a lie actually he played he played quite a bit last, on his loan last on his season loan, he, had, Basel, last for, season for, he got he had an injury so yes so, last, so he had he got goal going ability ignore now, everything is- i just said i was looking at the wrong stats um <laughs> <laughs> i was looking at the stats the wrong way around mate it's been we've had a couple of weeks off the pod my brain has yeah, gone you can tell he, um, he has He's, he's very good stats-wise by the look of it. Completely the opposite of what I said. So uh, when he went on loan to uh, Wiesbaden, he scored 12 in 35. Um, he went on loan 21-22 to Heidenheim. He scored two in 20 appearances there. And then last season, he went on loan to Wolfsberger and scored eight in 27. This season, he's got one. But then you, you, he also plays for the... Germany under 21s he's played that's for them since the under 17s he looks like a player like he a player like that we would sign at the minute and he also you know, um, looking at how much he's worth and if he's not to getting in their team could this be a case of FC Basel like well we want him off the book do you want him 23, it's the number one of the one. Would you take the gamble and try and make it a permanent if you if that was the case? Because I don't like loaning strikers. I think it would be one of those things that we... We've done it with Masaba, we've done it with Gasama. I think we're trying to build something here. And he's that age again, you know, 23. That seems to be where all the players... Are. It's like we've done the FIFA football manager cap, sorry. Mm. And we've put a cap on eight players at 23 and that's when we're going to bring him in. You know, the yeah. board wants young players. He's, they're, ha- they're not happy you're not succeeding with the vision sort of thing. You know, they. I think... I think it's... A, it, it's We've got a German manager, it's a German player... There's a fit there German automatically, you know. Exactly. A, he'll have looked at the German under 21 while at his time of being the assistant manager to see what's what. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's one of those situations where this would be a Danny Rule signing and any signing that Danny Rule is behind. I'm, I'm behind. There's not well. a lot. Yeah. There's not a lot to go on other than half decent stats. You know, it's going to be a step to the championship where can he meet the the level of the game, especially in a relegation battle. But if Danny Rule thinks he can get the best out of him, I fully yep. back him to do so. I will go through his EAFC stats, as we do with every player on this podcast. He's a 70 rated silver with 78 pace, 70 shooting, 63 passing, 70 dribbling, 31 defending, 72 physical. 
let's see if he's had any evolutions just so I can cry. Um, yes, you could have made him an 87-rated striker if you've, if you've had him through some evolutions. You could, his best card would have been 90 pace, 92 shooting, 79 passing, 85 dribbling, 33 defending, and 87 physical. Currently, if you get the game, if he signs for us today and you've still got all of your Evos and you've not used him, you can make him an 82-rated striker. But I wouldn't do because you're using a lot of weird Evos for that that don't really boost and his you're gonna use shooting him on a and he's a striker. He's got a potential as 77. Yes. But then again, you can exceed potentials on career mode, remember, if you you train them hard enough and you get the right coaches in. But that's enough of the virtual side. It's the for for those people who might have joined the podcast late, the reason we do that is this podcast born on a channel. I I started with that sort of content. So even though I still do make that content sometimes, um, and I still will make that content, the podcast has has a link back to what this channel did for a very long time. Um, But yes. If Danny Roll thinks it's a good signing for us, let's make it happen. We need a striker. Yep. And yeah. funnily enough, he'd be the experienced striker at Academatory, wouldn't he? He's 20, because Academatory yeah. is so young. But yeah. it's good having two younger strikers pushing each other. That's exactly what you want. Um, exactly. So let's let's see it happen. Right, Jake, I've not missed anything, have I? We've not got any more players to talk about today. I'm sure we will have next week. No, nope. we've not missed anything. I can't see anything. Amazing. Well... We will talk about what's going to be coming up next for Wednesday. Then we will also talk about, we might drag uh, Jack in at some point and talk about the, I might actually have to leave it to you and Jack next week, actually. I think I might have something uh, on. Dep- so depends I if just I've got that. I've got my internet installed on the Oh, 15th. great. Yeah. Uh, I just might be busy the next recording. It doesn't matter. We'll sort this out off air. We'll work um, it out, yeah. I'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll work it out. But, we will talk about players we should bring in, but hopefully we'll have some signings to talk about next week. Yes. We might, even, if we can't do anything, we might even do a live thing. If we've had a few, we might even do like a, a transfer talk yeah. pod, um, Be good. a live one because we've not done one of them for quite a while. But yes, next up for Wednesday so is Southampton. So, it's so return for Danny. It's, it's his first one. Uh, I'm confident, but at the same time, oh, yeah, it's Southampton. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, why is it a return? <laughs> yeah, it took me a second. It, I, yeah. I, think you go, go on. I think you go into this game like you did against Hull. Yeah, they're in a really good position. Yeah, they're doing well. Just go for it. With the way we're playing and the form we're in, why the hell not? Just go for it. Let's see what happens. We're three points away. With the way you've got off playing at the minute, the best thing that's coming up for us right now is that we have a situation where it's back to being one game a week. So they've got enough time to relax, get the body prepared, ready for the next game, recuperate, get in everything you want to get drilled on training. Helps as well when there's a transfer window to bed in new players. Southampton are doing very well and they're up there. Uh, their record is 9-2-2 at home, 29 points. They're good. They are very good, but... We've seen at times that they have a little bit of a wobble at times, and maybe, just maybe, we can have that little wobble against them. Just to upset the apple cart a little bit. It would be nice to see Wednesday carry on this sort of run. We, you know, we've we've had some unfortunate... When we've played... You know, when we've had bad results, we've played well. Yeah. So... 
whenever Wednesday go out, we play half deep. We've actually had decent results when we've not played as well. So Southampton was the only game under Zisco where we looked like we knew how to play football and we still lost that, right? Oh, never so, mind. I've just, I just seen they are the informed team at home at the minute. They've won everything at home. <laughs> yeah, so... And they're, and they're if Wednesday are ever going to win a game, it'll be this one. Yeah, they, they've yeah. got promotion form. They've got an average of two points a game, which I've always said is promotion... Well, it is. It's yep. promotion form. It is statistic. They haven't won everything at home. They have lost twice at home this season, so we could be one of the teams that, that means that they lose. Um, they've got their record at home. However, it isn't great for us. It's nine wins, two draws, two losses. Away mm. is where they, they drop points a bit. It's six wins, five draws, and two losses. But they don't lose a lot, so a point would be very, very good here. They scored yeah. 46 goals and only conceded 31. So positive goal difference. They've just... Come off and they've just come off a four 0 win as well against Walsall in the cup, so yeah. they're going to be up for this one. We just have to be at our very best to take. Let let's just remember the left, left the game. We're all worried about the left the game. We're all a bit worried about the whole game, and we put performance in. I think if Danny can get these player playing how he is playing. It's there for taking. Like like we said before, the one thing we're lacking, it's been the one thing we've lacking for a while, is we just don't finish our chances enough. And if we can start finishing our chances more, it'll come. We need to bring the keeper in now, getting ready for mm. the weekend. Yeah. And because he's been seen in Sheffield, you'd hope that that's happening. You hope so, it's all done and dusted. Yeah, pretty much. But Jake, yes, I thought this was going to be a long one. We've actually managed to keep it quite concise. That is all I've got for this week's episode of Talking Wednesday. Have you got anything to add, mate? Um, just look after yourselves. It's getting, it's getting a little bit colder, so wrap up warm. As you can see, I'm in this thing because it's lovely and warm. Uh, if you're not, if you're an audio oh, yeah, listener, that. I've got one of those like big oody things because they're lovely. Um, but I've got one of, day... of them with Gengars on. <laughs> Gosh, you're <up. laughs> So I've got it remember... for Christmas. It's great. <laughs> and I think just what I will say whenever there's a bad result let's try and not go overboard because I've seen it a lot where a bad result comes in and it goes a bit the other way let's just take it game by game and let's just enjoy what's going on and just see how we do the fact that he got us at one point we were 12 adrift and he got to 6 and now he got to 3. It shows he putting in the fight that we want. The players are putting in the fight. He's doing what we like to see of a Wednesday team. As long as that team puts 110% on the pitch, you back it. And I think we've just got to keep doing that. Completely agree. But yes, uh, I would just say all of you be well. I'm sure we will... Uh... We will sort out what's happening next week and make sure we get an episode out in a timely fashion. But guys, as always, thank you so much for watching. Take care of yourselves and we will catch you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya.